Welcome to Eden Exchanges. Today we spoke to Hayden Miller of James Home Services in Gold Coast North. Hayden delved into his jet setting past working around the world, his experience in sales, and his return to our southern shores to run a successful real estate business in Queensland. Hayden describes how a chat led him to a James Home Services franchise and gave his life balance. Listen out for tips to make your franchise a success and how to get in touch to inquire. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu. I'm here with Frank Zimis from Eden Exchange. Hello, everyone. Today we're joined by Hayden Miller, who heads up James Home Services in the Gold Coast North. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Hayden. Hi, Raghu. How you going? Really good, thanks. Firstly, Hayden, can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you came to head up your region for James Home Services? How'd you get into the business? Yeah, sure. Well, I spent uh, from the age of about 20 to 30 working and traveling overseas, getting a, a great deal of experience in a number of different fields, predominantly sales and marketing was uh, mainly what I was involved in over there. When I came home, I kind of really fell into real estate, into the property management industry, and I enjoyed that. That was really good fun for about five years, working for several different companies and agencies on the Sunshine Coast and on the Gold Coast. And then like most people, I suppose, when you've been working for a number of years for other people, going to work every day, making somebody else get wealthy, I sort of thought, well, what am I doing this for? I might as well have a crack at it myself. So we started our own real estate business, predominantly based on property management. And we started to build that over a couple of years. And over the course of about a 10-year period, it grew to be a fairly large, I guess, and successful real estate company on the central Gold Coast around Mermaid Beach area, both sales and property management. But after 10 years, it sort of got to the point where it became very demanding. Real estate's one of those industries where you work a lot of late hours in the evenings, weekends, all that sort of thing. And I had at that time a fairly big team of staff working with me as well. So it's time for a change, basically. I had a couple of young kids and my wife sort of said, well, this isn't what we dreamed it would be, um, spending more time at work than at home. So we sold that business and took a bit of time off and um, travel around Australia and spent a bit of time catching up with the family. And when we got back, I spent a long time. I spent about six months looking on Seek every day for the, a, a business that I guess suited the criteria I was looking for. And I had a number of boxes that needed ticking, I guess, to be able to give me the, the work-life balance, I suppose, that I was looking for. And when I came across James, it was actually one of the other regional franchisors here on the Gold Coast who owned it at the time, John Brownston. He was selling the Gold Coast North region because he wanted to move to the Sunshine Coast to be closer to his family. So we got chatting and, um, yeah, ended up buying his existing business. And um, it just ticked all of the boxes. It was what I was looking for. I liked the idea that I got to work from home. I didn't have to go to the office every day. I think probably what appealed to me most of all about this business was that having come from a business with a lot of staff, we had upwards of sort of 20, 25 staff at any one time. What I liked about this was that these people are self-invested business owners you know they're franchisees they've got what we call skin in the game and like you know we say in our business when you go into a franchise with James you're going into business for yourself but not by yourself so it's more of a business partnership than you know I'm the boss which we're not you know we're, we're here to support and help the franchisee so I like that idea yeah and I just love the uh, it had everything that I was looking for it was the ability to make sales to, to grow the business but also to coach and help, you know, people coming on board, whether they're existing or new, help them start, grow and run their business and help them achieve, you know, the work-life balance that 
that I'd experienced in other businesses and that I, I could see was possible in this one. So that's really what appealed to me about it. Fantastic. And that sort of work-life balance is, is something that we hear about a lot. Uh, a lot of uh, people who are applying for, for franchise businesses are, are looking for that. Now, as a franchisor on, on the uh, Gold Coast there, uh, on, on the North Gold Coast, what do you look for, for from franchisees? What, what are the uh, traits? What, what, you know, how, how, do you, uh, how do you knuckle that down? Well, when somebody makes an inquiry to look at buying one of these businesses, the first thing that I look for, well, I look for two things really. Firstly, when you make contact with these people, initially it's normally on the phone. And, and what I really look for straight up front is just somebody who's a natural communicator. When you're in business, you're dealing with the public. I mean, they're your clients and you just have to be comfortable communicating. If you're, if you're very, very shy and introverted and you don't feel comfortable just approaching and having a general conversation with people, that's something that you're going to have to learn if you come into business. So if you get on the phone with somebody and they're, you know, they're a natural have a chat and everything's easy and relaxed, then... To me, that's nine-tenths of the way there. And, and then the second thing really is that I guess I look for a good enough reason why. I'm looking for a strong reason why they want to do this. For example, you know, sometimes we get inquiries from people who say, oh, I made this inquiry because I lost my job. And my first question is, well, you know, would you prefer another job or would you prefer a business? And if they answer with something like, I don't really care, to me, they don't have a strong enough reason why they want to do this. What we're looking for is people that have got a really strong desire to change their life, basically. And that's what this does. As I said, I mean, anybody can get up and go to work from nine to five every day and, you know, earn an income and, and go home and, and basically help somebody else get wealthy. And they don't have any freedom. They don't have any flexibility around their, their work-life balance. And, and these days, they don't really have any security around whether or not they're going to have a job tomorrow. So... I look for a really strong reason why. There's got to be a strong desire why they want to do this because if they've got a strong enough why and a strong enough desire, that's a good enough driving force that they're going to do what needs to be done to, to succeed in this. That's no, really interesting. And, and in terms of your regions of the Gold Coast, are there, are there any specific market factors that you think make it an opportunity in itself? Or anything in the Gold Coast you think people should know about that make it to a franchise opportunity? Look, I think I'm honestly probably one of the most fortunate regional franchisors within the group because I don't know how familiar you guys are with the, the Gold Coast, but there's a, there's a section on the Gold Coast between North Gold Coast and Brisbane that they call the Corridor. And it has to be one of the most rapidly expanding areas of Australia from a, a development point of view. We've got one of the largest shopping centres in the Southern Hemisphere going up in Coomera, Every day I drive up there to go and see a new or one of my existing franchisees and I turn a corner and, you know, the whole area is just being cleared and there's houses going up everywhere. The, the growth in this area is unbelievable. So potentially what that means is, you know, a franchisee can come into the area now and they may start with, a, a, you know, the normal size area that we give them all as a protected area. But the potential for growth within their business because of the natural growth that's going on around these, these suburbs or these territories, it's incredible. It's just growing so quickly, it's unbelievable. So that's, that's what I think is the best thing. It doesn't matter where it is in the northern Gold Coast. You know, predominantly from sort of Helensvale north right up to Yatla, yeah, the development is, is just crazy at the moment. Yeah, it's interesting to hear about that you know, rapid growth going on in the Gold Coast. I mean, for people who are interested in it and they want to become franchisees, what type of returns should they be expecting and what type of support... Um, as James Home Services and you provide them as well? As far as the return goes, you know, it's one of those things we, we sort of say to people, 
you know, this is your business. That's the one thing that we make very clear from the start. They are buying a business. It's not a job. So at the end of the day, their income is entirely based on what their goals are and what they want to achieve. And, and what you find out pretty quickly is it's not everybody's goal to make a, a huge amount of money. Some people buy it for that exact work-life balance. I've got people within my group who, who only want to work school hours. You know, They want to be able to drop the kids to school at sort of 8.30, start their first job around 9 and then finish by 2 and go and pick the kids up and that's all they want to do. And, you know, for that, for an independent operator, depending on the service and I guess their speed, the work, the speed at which they work as well, but people who do that, you know, generally earn anywhere from, say, 1000 to $1,500 a week, doing anywhere from 15 to 20 hours. But then you've got really ambitious ones, entrepreneurial types who sort of come into it and, and it's their ambition to build their business as big and as quickly as they can. And look, I mean, as far as how much they can earn individually or as a couple, obviously there's only so many hours in the week that they can work, but I had a, a father-son lawn and garden team in my group and I know it's that time of year, but they went out last week just between the two of them and earned $3,500. So we've got other people who have got staff on board and you know, I mean, then the sky's the limit if, if you want to grow your business and put on staff and then put on more trailers and go into more areas. Uh, not in my group, but I know that there are people within the James group across Australia that are earning, you know, five, seven, eight thousand dollars a week. So ability to earn is entirely based on the individual and, and what they want. And it's not our job to go out and tell them to work harder to make more money. It's our job to say, what is your goal? How much would you like to earn per week? And then it's part of our job to support them and give them the training and the coaching and everything we need to help them achieve that goal. Okay, well, well um, that's great. Now, look, the Gold Coast is, is a fair place to have a, a work-life balance. Talk us through like one of your sort of normal days and what it's like. Look, that's another thing that I really enjoy about this business. It is different every day. A lot of that depends on the number or level of inquiries that we have coming through for people wanting to, um, to buy new businesses because our week or our day can change dramatically if you get a couple of them in a row and you're taking them through the process. We have what's called a 10-step process that we like to walk people through in their journey to deciding whether or not this is right for them and for the same, you know, on the same hand, whether or not we think they're a good fit for our group. So, you know, if you've got a, two or three of those going through the process at a time, it can be a very, very busy week, but we balance it between, you know, I'll get up, say, on a Monday, you know, plan my diary. I'll look first and foremost what goes in there is... is exactly what I just said, presentations for potential new franchisees. And then, you know, say if I was to meet one of them, I have a presentation with somebody tomorrow at uh, 4.30. So that'll go for a couple of hours and then I'll probably schedule them in to go and see them again on Thursday or Friday to do some questions and that sort of thing. But on weeks that you, you don't have many of those presentations or many people going through that process, it's normally taken up with coaching your existing franchisees doing things like coming up with new ideas and managing the marketing budget to advertise to try and generate leads or help them generate leads. It's also marketing on my business as well, doing um, social media marketing and that sort of thing to try and generate more leads and just create more brand awareness and profile around the whole James brand. So that's kind of what we do during the day. And as I said, I keep saying the work-life balance. I mean, I make sure, say in, in um, winter, for example, I help sort of coach my son's footy team. So on a Tuesday, Thursday, I cross that out in my diary, you know, from 3.30 in the afternoon, I pick them up from school and that's it. I don't work after those times on those days because that's something that I really enjoy doing. I sort of try to plan now the work around the family as much as I can as opposed to the previous business where I planned the family around the work. 
But on days and weeks where you've got people going through the process, you've got people booked in for coaching, then, you know, you can have some pretty long days and some pretty long weeks. Yeah, that's really good. And in terms of um, people really interested in this opportunity, because it's, it's very you know, enticing when you talk about that work-life balance as well as some of the returns you can potentially make. Firstly, look, can you tell us a little bit about your customers and how do you go about getting them? And secondly, how do you go about retaining them? Yeah, so uh, look, the customers come through a number of different channels. Obviously, you know, uh, media or marketing these days has changed a lot from the old days. Back in the old days, it, you know, for these sorts of businesses, service-based businesses, People used to just put a small ad in the back of the local paper and that's where clients would go and find them there and then give them a call. But, you know, in day and age of the internet, everything's changed and marketing these days has to be focused a lot more on digital first, social second and then traditional third. So we try and focus in that order. These days, things like Google AdWords uh, are extremely expensive. You've got to work out the cost per lead, for example, and if you don't put a budget on something like Google AdWords, you can end up paying you know, 20 or $30 for a lead to direct somebody to your website that may end up employing a franchisee to do a job worth 50 or $60. So it's not really cost effective. SEO, search engine optimization is, is a big one, you know, making sure that you get your business as close to and on the front page every time somebody does a search as, as much as possible. But these days, it, it, it's mainly focused around social media. Social media seems to be the go-to place. And I think it's the fastest and most cost-effective form of marketing in the world today. So that's where a big part of our focus is going. Um, from a from a regional and corporate point of view, that's where our focus is going. A lot of our training now with the franchisees is about, you know, uh, teaching them how to grow their business. As I've said, this is their business, it's not ours. So it's very important as part of the training that we teach them how to generate work for themselves as well. It's not just a case of you buy a franchise and you know, sit in the couch and wait for the phone to ring. It's a joint effort between both the franchisor and the franchisee. So we teach them things like, you know, how to do their own social media campaigns. They get their own Facebook page when they start, their own landing page. And we teach them how to drive clients to and through those those channels. You know, the one thing about uh, traditional marketing that hasn't changed is what's called direct marketing. So, you know, putting flyers in letterboxes and knocking on doors there's no one thing that works when it comes to generating work and leads. It's a combination of a lot of different things done by both parties and, and that's where all of the work comes from. And, and then once their business normally gets to a certain size, you'll find that word of mouth becomes um, the most popular thing. Absolutely. No, nothing beats it. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're with you as well in terms of the, the social media flip in the landscape marketing as well. It's been a huge thing as well. I mean, once you've got that those clients – well, how do you coach your franchisees or what's the key thing in retaining the clients as well? Oh, look, I just think it's good old-fashioned customer service. You know, the one thing that I particularly spend a fair bit of time teaching my franchisees is these businesses, you know, when you go into business, you, you're basically you're in sales. You're either selling a product or a service. And in our case, we're selling a service. So a good positive attitude is a good start. You know, you go in and you've got to be happy and friendly. People don't like someone coming to clean the house and mow their lawn if they're grumpy and negative. So just turn up and be friendly and happy. And building trust with your clients is a very big thing. We teach them on how to just build rapport and go in and, and start a relationship with these people because, you know, that's when you turn your clients into raving fans. They're more than just a house cleaner. They're somebody that they can trust and rely upon. And more importantly, they become somebody that they're happy to refer to their friends and family members. So, but, you know, 
then it still comes down to the fact that you've got to do a good job. If they employ you to mow the lawn or clean the house, you've got to go in and you've got to do a very thorough job, not drop your standards over time. You've got to go back week after week or fortnight after fortnight. And we promise as part of our guarantee that we, we offer and deliver a gold medal standard of service. And that's part of our coaching is, you know, it's one of the eight steps that we teach the franchisees is continue to deliver a gold medal service. That's what they've got to do. And little things, you know, just showing your clients that you appreciate them. The odd time dropping them a small gift or we offer our clients the opportunity to win a competition, win something in a competition once a month and once a year. They can win a holiday once a year and they can win a small prize once a month. So, yeah, good old-fashioned customer service and just showing them that you value their, their clientele. Okay, so that's a nice segue to the next question. I mean, you just mentioned customer service and, and, and gold medal service as part of what you do. I mean, how else does James differentiate themselves from, from competitors? Look, I think I think the, the everything, I don't think it's one thing. I think it's the training that we give them. One of the big differences for us as regional franchisors with other service-based competitors out there is is our personal contact with the franchisees. So for me to be a regional franchisee on the Gold Coast, I have to live on the Gold Coast. So I can have one-on-one face-to-face contact and coaching with the franchisees. I know that other competitors of ours can be a regional franchisor, say for the Gold Coast region, but they can live in Adelaide or Melbourne. They may do coaching via Skype or over the phone or something like that, or maybe not do coaching, I don't know. But you know, we have a very high retention rate of our franchisees because there is a lot of time on spent on helping them to start, grow and run their business. And we're very particular on maintaining the standards of everything to do with them, wearing their uniforms, following our system, just a professional outfit from the very start to the very finish. And I think, unfortunately, what we see with a lot of other franchises, not just in our industry, but across the board is people tend to sell them a franchise and then there you go, there's your business, off you go, best of luck sort of thing and and because they're left to their own you know devices then they tend to drop their standards a bit if there's nobody sort of overseeing them and I think that's our difference is we maintain that level of expectation and the franchisees see that and they like that and then uh, that follows through to the clients. Firstly how do people get in touch with you and what's your next steps in sort of introducing them to getting on board? Well look I mean I think it's a it's as simple as going to the website just directing them to their everything they uh, they need to find rather than, you know, sort of giving them my mobile number on here. It's best if they go to the website, make an inquiry through the call centre and I'll certainly be in touch with them that, that day as soon as possible, depending on other obligations and meetings that I have, but I'll certainly be in touch with them that day. And the first point of contact, as I said before, will just be a phone conversation. I'll call them up. I'll give them a little bit of information. There is a lot involved in, in obviously what we do and what's included in these business. So it's impossible to, to go through it all over the phone. So, you know, the first contact will be a phone conversation, give them a bit of information, ask them a few questions about themselves, try and determine that strong why, their reason why they're making this inquiry, get a little bit of a, uh, an insight into their attitude and, you know, that sort of thing. And then basically make a, a time and a date to go and see them face to face and Show them how it all works. All right, excellent. Look, like I said, we encourage anyone interested to get in touch with Hayden or even underneath this podcast, you'll be able to click on contact us and one of the team will be in touch with you. So like I said, it's been great talking to you, Hayden. Hopefully, we're going to get you on another podcast soon yeah. for an update. Yeah, likewise, guys. It's been great. Yeah. All right, fantastic. Thanks all for your time, Hayden. Thanks, Hayden. Thanks, guys. Eden Exchanges is brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. 
In this episode, we spoke to Hayden Millers of Jamestown Services in Gold Coast North. For more information on this or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to EdenExchange.com or www.businessbuyinvest.com. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent updates on the buying and investing business world. You can subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Thanks for listening.